It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Tuesday, January 5th, 2016. We have a dozen vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have south to southeast winds today, 10 to 20 knots, gusting to 25. And today we'll hear more from my interview with Chrissy Smith. She's the coordinator of a group called the Friends of Cape Falcon Marine Reserve. That reserve took effect last Friday on January 1st. It's Oregon's latest marine reserve, and it's located in a 12 and half square mile area south of Arch Cape off Cape Falcon and Oswald West State Park. But first, a look at our Columbia River ship schedule for the day. We have four inbounders, we have one in the Astoria Anchorage, and we have seven outbounders heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river is the Gentle Leader. She's arriving from Vancouver, British Columbia, headed for Vancouver, Washington. She's a car carrier with Subarus on board. She'll pass Astoria around 1.30 p.m. and arrive in uh, Vancouver probably around 7.30 this evening. Next inbound is the Loch Marie. She is a bulk carrier arriving from South Korea, headed for Longview's Anchorage. She'll pass Astoria around 3.30 p.m. and arrive in Longview by about 7 p.m. The Armeria is a bulker arriving from Japan, headed for Longview's Anchorage. She's going upriver to pick up wheat. She will pass Astoria around 10.30 p.m. You might see her in Longview at about 2 a.m. on Wednesday morning. And the FD Vittorio Raiola is arriving from Japan. She's a bulker. She's headed for Astoria's Anchorage, and she is going upriver eventually to pick up wheat. She'll arrive in our Anchorage off Astoria at about 10.30 p.m. And in the Astoria Anchorage already, we have a ship called the Peace. She is leaving the Anchorage, heading upriver to Kalama today to pick up either corn, soy, or wheat, or some combination thereof. She'll be departing from the Anchorage off Astoria at about 5.30 p.m. You might see her in uh, Kalama at about 10.30 this evening. In our outbounders, we have the Malto Hope, a bulker leaving Portland carrying potash. She'll be departing from the Port of Portland at about 1 a.m., passing Astoria outbound around 7 a.m. The Grand Eagle leaves Portland. She's a car carrier with Hondas on board, leaving around 2 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 8 p.m. Remember, those car carriers are the very high-sided ships compared to the other vessels we see. They're essentially like big floating parking garages inside, and... Um, they can carry, well, the ones that we see between five and 6,000 cars on board. The ATB Sound Reliance is next outbound. She's an articulated tug and barge rig, a tug and a barge attached together. She's leaving Portland with petroleum in her barge at about 2.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 9.30 p.m. The Anastasia C is leaving Longview carrying wheat at about uh, 3 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 6.30 p.m. The Golden Catherine is leaving Kalama with wheat on board. She's departing around 6.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 11.30 p.m. The Maple Ambition is leaving Kalama, departing around 5.30, passing Astoria outbound around 10.30 p.m. And the Ansac Enterprise, leaving Portland with soda ash on board, departing around 6.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 12.30 p.m. And you would know the cargo on that ship before you even um, heard me say it, if you're a regular listener. ANSAC stands for American National Soda Ash Corporation, and these ships handle that dedicated cargo. It's always soda ash, and you always see that ANSAC acronym in their names. Well, a little more about our marine weather forecast. We have windways from the southeast, five feet high at five seconds apart, west swells, 14 feet at 18 seconds between those wave crests, and rain is in the forecast again. Well, today we're going to hear more from my interview with Chrissy Smith about Oregon's newest marine reserve at Cape Falcon. I asked Chrissy how long marine reserves typically remain in place after they're created. 
in the state of Oregon, they will come back and revisit this idea. So they're trying to allow the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife time to monitor and look for changes and benefits to having the Marine Reserve into effect. And then the state will come back together and, and look at this plan again to see, okay, is this really having the benefit we think and should we continue these reserves and should we put more reserves into place? And so Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife has done a great job of outlining their monitoring plan. And if anybody's interested, they can find that online. They have really great documents that aren't super full of scientific jargon. They're very user-friendly with lots of diagrams. It really helps you understand what they're doing and when. They're doing uh, studies of each reserve site. There's five in Oregon before they go into effect. And then in, you know, after they go into effect in different time intervals. And it all outlines when and what is happening in each reserve site along the Oregon coast in that document. And so uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about that different species take different times to recover. So probably different marine reserves have a different lifespan depending on the species that are trying to recover there. Is that sort of the way that, that works? Um, yeah, you know, they for Oregon, they've just kind of set a time where they're going to reevaluate okay. what, what's happening here. But, you know, studies have shown um, over the marine reserves are not new globally. They've been in place for some time. And there's been some great studies out there that looked at kind of a literature review, sort of looking at all the data from all of the reserves, like what what outcomes are there. And it depends on the species. Some species have really fast reproductive rates, so they're going to bounce back in two years. And others are pretty long. You know, they might not hit sexual maturity to reproduce for 15 or 20 years. And so it's going to be a lot longer before that species is going to start to rebound. There is a nice, another nice document out there called the Science of Marine Reserves. Um, and that can be found online at the Oregon Marine Reserve Partnership page. It shows a nice timeline of when certain types of invertebrates will respond versus different fish or when would the when you know when would the pacific octopus kind of start to rebound those kind of things for for different types of species and that was chrissy smith she's with the friends of cape falcon marine reserve that reserve took effect last friday on january 1st it's located in the waters off cape falcon oregon which includes oswald west state park you've been listening to the ship report the show about all things maritime i'm joanne rideout thanks for listening You can find a podcast of this program and the ship schedule on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day.